stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Since legalization on October 17th, and of course on the first day, we just had two stores open in Calgary. More stores have opened since. However, we've got a big problem in that uh, we are running short of supply. In fact, uh, the shortage is so acute that some stores have even had to close their doors temporarily. Not much point of being open if you've got nothing to sell. Of course, uh, like with alcohol, this all goes through the AGLC, Alberta Gaming, Liquor, and Cannabis. In fact, the online store that the AGLC is running also facing very limited uh, selection and supply. Uh, Niaz Najad with the AGLC says they are working with 15 licensed suppliers to restock as soon as possible. We're getting supply in on a regular basis as well. There is a national shortage, there's no question about it, uh, but we're working aggressively with licensed producers to ensure that we try to keep up with demand. Now, we knew that October 17th was coming. We knew that was the day. It, It would seem maybe as though we weren't ready for the demand. Uh, But Nejat said that's not the case. We made a series of assumptions and hypotheses of what the demand would be. And we were actually pretty close to what those assumptions were. But we just have not seen the supply come in at the volume and the rates that we had anticipated. All right. So what's that translating into uh, on the ground? Joining us uh, for more is Ryan Kay, VP of Operations with 420 Premium Market. Ryan, thanks for joining us here. Yeah, you bet. Good afternoon. All right, so you were one of the two stores uh, open on October 17th. I believe there's a, a second 420 Premium Market that's since open? Uh, not yet. We are planning to open our Sage Hill uh, oh, okay. location sometime next week, just subject to the, the product arriving on site and being ready. All right, which, uh, yeah, I guess was, was going to be my next question. It's it, You can't really have a store if you don't have supply. So uh, you're going to maybe have to hold off on that, depending what happens here? Yeah, we're uh, we're hoping for sometime next week, and we hope to be able to update uh, the uh, people that have been calling and emailing and inquiring at that end of town. Um, you know, as soon as we get confirmation of product arrival dates. All right. So, what what is uh, all of this meant for your existing store? Uh, it's been really busy. We uh, I can honestly say that there has not been a day since October seventeenth where we have not had product. Certainly, the selection has been quite limited, but we. You know, being in the industry for several years, uh, operating our 420 clinic and, and knowing sort of how the licensed producers have been operating and the ramp-up schedules, we, we figured there were going to be a lot of fits and starts at the beginning here. So we uh, we got as much product as we could early, and there's been a few days where we've been down to just, you know, oils on one day or pre-rolls on one day. But uh, luckily, we've we've managed to have some product in store every day so far. How many licensed producers are there that are supplying the Alberta market? Um, well, there's about 120 in total, last I heard, and it's all on the uh, the Health Canada website, and mm-hmm. only about 60 of them have their sales licenses. So this is, is really a, a question of, um, you know, timing. There are massive full-scale expansions, millions of square feet of expansions going on in the licensed producers, and, and sort of towards the end of this year and the first half of next year, there will be a lot of product. Um, I, I can honestly see by 2020, maybe 2021, really large-scale exports and, and Canadian cannabis being a, a global you know, global phenomenon. We, we will be the supply leader. I, I, I would uh, argue that our, our industry is moving so fast that we are going to get cannabis, large-scale cannabis to Tidewater 
<laughs> you know, a few years ahead of oil. Yeah, well, that's probably true. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. I, we should yeah. and export both by all means. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so explain how it works then for retailers, because then you, I guess you, you have your own arrangements with these producers, but it all goes through the AL, AGLC and through their warehouse? Yeah, well, it's probably not even accurate to say that we have arrangements with producers. At this point in the game, it's not even legal for us to do that. Oh, is that there right? can be nothing of monetary value transferred from a, a producer to a retailer. We uh, So all the product is centrally warehoused at AGLC. It's purchased by AGLC, and we purchase it from, from AGLC. And all uh, licensed producers have to just put the product in, and all retailers are to have equal access. So there can't be, you know, hoarding of product or supply deals on the side or anything like right. that. So if the AGLC is dealing with shortages, all the um, uh, all the retailers are too. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and AG, you know, Everybody's on the same team here. The licensed producers, the AJLC, and the retailers. Nobody wants shortages. Right. That, that's not good for anyone. So there's not really a, a, you know, a bad guy in all this. It's just uh, early days hiccups. And and you know, AJLC, we uh, we met with their products team very early on, months and months ahead of legalization. And and we were pretty impressed with the level of knowledge and dedication they have in getting this done. They they really have some great people that uh, have had their heads down and you know called us on Sunday afternoons to make sure that things were okay and deal with any issues and 24-7 support. So they've they've been doing all they can. The, the producers, quite simply, you know, they predicted how much they could supply, and they haven't been able to live up to that quite yet. You know, and, and it, it takes three, four months to grow a crop. There's a, lot, a long licensing road. I mean, everybody sort of just took their best guess, but it's just uh, there's, it's, there's a lot of complexity and a lot of regulations and a lot of time involved. Right. I, I think, you know, in a broader sense, if we take a step back and, and look at, you know, since legalization, the biggest issue we're confronting is is a lack of supply. I mean, that that's pretty good, I think, in, in a way, because obviously there were a lot of people warning, you know, that the sky was going to fall on October 17th, and clearly it didn't. No, you know, we uh, we work uh, pretty closely. Uh, a friend of ours is in Denver, Colorado. His name is Dan Rowland, and, and he was the director of Office of Marijuana Policy in Denver, Colorado, for the first four years. And, and he's had really interesting sort of talk points that we've we've discussed with him where he said it took them, you know, five years to eliminate the, the illegal market and that access to product is the most important point. It's actually not price. It's just access to product. And we've certainly seen a great response from... Uh, from Albertans wanting to purchase legal, safe product. And, and that's a, a great place to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, as supply comes on more fully and as prices in the legal market continue to fall, we'll just continue to transition over more of the illegal market into the, uh, the legal, safe product. Yeah, I suppose then in the short term, maybe some of that, that block market is going to persist, you know, it, oh, you know with these sure, shortages. Of course right? it is. Yeah, no, the, the legalization is a process, not an mm-hmm. event. And in Colorado, it was a five-year process, and we're not even a month in. So yeah, yeah uh, it, it's frustrating for a lot of people, but it's, it's just going to take some time and some patience. Yeah, good points. All right. Well, Ryan, appreciate you making some time for us here today. Thanks for the update on this. No trouble. Thanks very All much. All right. Take care. That is uh, Ryan K, VP of Operations with 420 Premium Markets, uh, one of the two stores that was open on October 17th, uh, set to open their second location, but... Some uncertainty given the shortages at the moment. A uh, story today uh, from Post Media concerning one of the biggest licensed producers, Aurora Cannabis. 
says the CEO of Aurora Cannabis is reassuring investors that his company is not sold out of product and will be more than able to simultaneously meet demand for recreational cannabis while also servicing its medicinal and international markets. Terry Booth is the CEO. says, am I sold out? We wouldn't sell out. We have budgeted a certain amount of cannabis for distribution every month. Who would sell out of cannabis? Uh, Booth made the comments uh, after the company reported first quarter earnings Monday, giving investors the first glimpse into how major cannabis companies are performing in the post-legalization era. Aurora raked in $29.7 million in revenue in the three months ending September 30th, approximately $10 million more than the previous quarter, and a 260% increase over the same period last year. While most of that came from the sale of medicinal cannabis, the company also earned $600,000 from initial shipments of recreational cannabis to provincial wholesales, uh, wholesalers carried out in the last two weeks of September. The chief financial officer, Glenn Ibbett, Said in a conference call, quote, we began shipping, began shipping toward the end of September and I recognized, recognized a small amount of revenue in quarter one, 2019. We've actually been very pleased about our performance in terms of market share in the provinces and our selling price. Company executives, though, were grilled about their ability to meet the demand for recreational cannabis, which has overwhelmed provincial suppliers, as well as the few brick and mortar private retail stores across the country, all of whom have struggled with both delivering product in a timely manner and restocking their shelves. Uh, Aurora's chief corporate officer, Cam Badley, says we've heard the discomfort of provinces who across the board have not been able to achieve sufficient supply. Our senses were doing well out of the gate. We think we've done better than other companies, but we will be ramping up. We'll be able to pick up some of the slack soon. So I think everybody in industry is anticipating this will all kind of smooth itself out in the coming weeks and months, and maybe this was uh, an expected hiccup in the early days of legalization. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.